DNA sequencing with chain terminating inhibitors, an article by Sanger, Nicklin, and Coulson from Medical Research Council Laboratory of Molecular Biology, Cambridge, England. Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, 1977. Abstract. A new method for determining nucleotide sequences in DNA is described. It is similar to the plus and minus methods, but makes use of the 2 prime, 3 prime, D-deoxy and arabinonucleoside analogues of the normal D-deoxy nucleoside triphosphates, which act as specific chain-terminating inhibitors of DNA polymerase. The technique has been applied to the DNA of bacteriophage Fix174 and is more rapid and more accurate than either the plus or the minus method. The plus and minus method is a relatively rapid and simple technique that has made possible the determination of the sequence of the genome of bacteriophage Fix174. It depends on the use of DNA polymerase to transcribe specific regions of the DNA under controlled conditions. Although the method is considerably more rapid and simple than other available techniques, neither the plus or the minus method is completely accurate, and in order to establish a sequence both must be used together and sometimes confirmatory data unnecessary. Barnes has recently developed a third method involving ribosubstitution, which has certain advantages over the plus and minus method, but this has not yet been extensively exploited. Another rapid and simple method that depends on specific chemical degradation of the DNA has recently been described by Maxim and Gilbert, and this has also been used extensively for DNA sequencing. It has the advantage over the plus and minus method that it can be applied to double-stranded DNA, but it requires a strand separation or equivalent fractionation of each restriction enzyme fragment studied, which makes it somewhat more laborious. This paper describes a further method using DNA polymerase, which makes use of inhibitors that terminate the newly synthesized chain at specific residues. Principle of the method. Atkinson and others showed that the inhibitory activity of 2'-3'-D-deoxythymidine triphosphate DDTTP on DNA polymerase 1 depends on its being incorporated into the growing oligonucleotide chain in the place of thymidylic acid DT. Because the DDT contains no 3' hydroxyl group, the chain cannot be extended further, so that termination occurs specifically at positions where DT should be incorporated. If a primer and template are incubated with DNA polymerase in the presence of a mixture of DDTTP and DTTP, as well as the other 3-deoxyribonucleosides, triphosphates, a mixture of fragments all having the same 5' prime and with DDT residues at the 3' prime ends is obtained. When this mixture is fractioned by electrophoresis, 
On the rating acrylamide gels, the pattern of bands shows the distribution of DTs in the newly synthesized DNA. By using analog terminators for the other nucleosides, in separating coefficients and running the sample in parallel on the gel, a pattern of bands is obtained, from which the sequence can be read off as in the other rapid techniques mentioned above. Two types of terminating triphosphates have been used, the deoxy derivatives and the arabinucleosides. Arabinose is a stereoisomer of ribose in which the 3' hydroxyl group is originated in transposition with respect to the 2' hydroxyl group. The arabinoid ARA nucleotides act as chain terminating inhibitors of Escherichia coli DNA polymerase 1 in a manner comparable to DDT, although synthesized chains ending in 3' RC can be further extended by some mammalian DNA polymerases. In order to obtain a suitable pattern of bands from which an extensive sequence can be read, it is necessary to have a ratio of terminating triphosphate to normal triphosphate, such that only partial incorporation of the terminator occurs. For the deoxyderivatives, this ratio is about 100, and for the arabinoid derivatives, about 5000. Results Figure 1-3 show examples of the use of the method for determining sequences in the DNA of Vx174. In the experiment shown in Figure 1, two small restriction enzyme fragments were used as primers on the complementary strand and there was no final digestion step to cut between the primer and the newly synthesized DNA. This is the most simple and rapid procedure, requiring only a preliminary annealing of templates and primer, incubation of the four separated samples with DNA polymerase and appropriate triphosphates, followed by chase with unlabeled DATP and application to the gel for electrophoresis. In these experiments, the inhibitors were used DDGTP, DDATP, DDTTP and RRCTP. The conditions used for the T samples were not entirely optimal, resulting in the faster moving bands being relatively weak. The sequences can be read with reasonable accuracy starting at 88 nucleotides from the 5' end of the primer for about 80 nucleotides. For the next 50 nucleotides, there is some uncertainty in the number of nucleotides in runs because bands are not actually resolved. With longer restriction enzyme fragments as primers, it is necessary to split them off from the newly synthesized DNA chains before the electrophoresis. This is normally done by digestion with a restriction enzyme. Figure 2 shows such an experiment in which fragment R4 was used as primer on the complementary strand of Vx174 DNA. In this experiment, only deoxynucleoside triphosphates were used as inhibitors because the results 
with RSC were much less satisfactory when a restriction enzyme was used for the subsequent splitting. This may be due to the RSC being removed by the 3' exonuclease activity of the DNA polymerase during the incubation at 37 degree, resulting in a few C bands being either very faint or missing. Alternatively, the enzyme may be able to extend some chains beyond the RSC at the higher temperature while being unable to do so at lower temperatures. RATP, which has been used only under these conditions, shows the same limitations as RCTP. These problems do not arise when DDCTP is used in this reaction. With one exception, a sequence of 120 nucleotides starting at position 61 nucleotides from the restriction enzyme splitting site could be read off. The sequence agreed with the published one. This region is believed to contain the origin of viral strand replication. The bands beyond position 4380 indicated that there was an error in the provisional sequence and further work has shown that the trinucleotide CGC should be inserted between position 4380 and 4381. When this technique is used, the products are cut with the restriction enzyme as above. Difficulties arise if there is a second restriction enzyme site close to the first one because these will give rise to a separate pattern of bands that is superimposed on the normal one, making interpretation impossible. One way in which these can be avoided is by the single-site ribosubstitution method. After kneading of the template and primer, single ribonucleotide is incorporated by incubation with DNA polymerase in the presence of manganese and the appropriate ribonucleoside triphosphate. Extension of the primer is then carried out with the separate inhibitors as above and the primer is split off at the ribonucleotide by ribonuclease or alkali. The method is particularly suitable for use with fragments obtained with the restriction enzyme ALU which splits at the tetranucleotide sequence AGCT, this enzyme is in fact inhibited by single-stranded DNA and cannot be used for the subsequent splitting of the primer from the newly synthesized DNA chain. The initial incorporation is carried out in the presence of RCTP and alpha-32-phosphate DDTP. The incorporation of the 32-phosphate facilitates subsequent purification on the CIFADEX column. Figure 3 shows an example of the use of this method with fragment A8 on the viral strand of FIX174 DNA. A sequence of about 110 nucleotides starting 33 residues from the priming site can be read off. In the provisional sequence, this region was regarded as very tentative. Most of it is confirmed by this experiment, but there is a clear vision required at positions 3524, 3530.
The sequence of the vowel strands should read A T C A A C, replacing A T T C A C, given in the provisional sequence. There is difficulty in reading the sequence at 3543-3550, where there is considerable variation in the distance between bands, suggesting the presence of a looped sequence. Further work, in which the electrophoresis was carried out at a higher temperature, indicates that the sequence here is actually GCT-CGCG, i.e. an insertion of C between positions 3547 and 3548 in the provisional sequence. Discussion. The method described here has a number of advantages over the plus and minus methods. First, it is simpler to perform because it requires no preliminary extension, thus avoiding one incubation and purification on a Cifadex column. It requires only the commercially available DNA polymerase 1. The results appear to be more clear-cut with fewer artifact bands and can usually be read further than with the plus and minus methods. Intermediate nucleotides in runs shows up as bands, thus avoiding a source of error in the plus and minus method, estimating the number of nucleotides in a run. Theoretically, one would expect different bands in a run to be of the same strength, but this is not always the case. Frequently, the first nucleotide is the strongest, but in the case of DDCTP, the second is the strongest. The reasons for these effects are not understood, but they do not usually cause difficulties with deducing the sequence. For the Lengua sequences in which it separate bands in a run and not resolved, experience has shown that it is frequently possible to estimate the number of nucleotides from the strength and width of the band. The inhibitory method can also be used on a smaller scale than the plus and minus method because better incorporation from 32-phosphate-labeled triphosphates is obtained. This is presumably due to the longer incubation period used, which allows a more quantitative extension of primer chains. In general, sequences of from 15 to about 200 nucleotides from the priming site can be determined with reasonable accuracy using a single primer. Frequently, it is possible to read the gels further and on occasions a sequence of about 300 nucleotides from the priming site has been determined. Occasionally, artifacts are observed, but these can usually be really identified. It seems likely that these are usually due to contaminants in the fragments. The most serious difficulties are due to piles up of bands, which are usually caused by the DNA forming base paired loops under the conditions of the acrylamide gel electrophoresis. The pile ups are seen as a number of bands in the same position or unusually close to one another. On the electrophoresis. They generally occur at different positions when the priming is carried in opposite directions along the DNA of the same sequence.
An example of this effect is seen in figure 2 at position 4330 where there is a single strong band in the G channel that in fact represents 4G residues. They are presumably forming a stable loop by pairing with the 4Cs at positions 4323, 4326. Another example is in figure 3 at positions 3545, 3550. This effect is likely to be found in all the rapid techniques that use gel electrophoresis. It is felt that for an accurate determination of sequence one should not rely completely on single results obtained by this method alone, but that confirmation should be obtained by some other technique or by priming on the opposite strand. This consideration probably applies to all other available methods also. The main advantage of the present method is the difficulty in obtaining all the inhibitors, particularly DDGTP, which is not commercially available. Thank you for listening to this article. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, to stay updated with more interesting articles. Music